Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Dev Chen Symposium. I'm Yves Chen, and I'm Alex Severo. This is the place where interesting topics are discussed, ideas are examined, and culture are fused. All opinions are welcome, and we embrace beliefs from all walks of life, big or small. So let's just go ahead and get right into it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Week Four, the Devchen Symposium. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm one of your hosts, Alex Devereaux. I am Eve Chen, and then today is a very special episode because Alex is right next to me. Yep, exactly. We finally reunited after how many months? Oh, five months. Five months. Yeah. Right. And we didn't see each other in person from graduation, but now we're finally sitting right next to each other, talking about this week's topic: time management and self-reflection.、Mm-hmm. And for those of you who might be concerned about my travels and everything like that, took every precaution. I made sure that I had the face shield, face masks, hand sanitizer, and everything like that. So for anyone who's afraid that I might get COVID, there's literally zero chance of that. And I can guarantee you right now. I feel healthy as a horse. <laughs>、mm. Travel is also part of the time management, but、Absolutely. the reason we want to talk about today is I know a lot of people got distracted, concerned about their life, don't know how to manage their task, kind of like finding the redefinition for themselves. So today, I think it will be great to talk about how to know what you want, how to do your time management. At the end of this episode, we're also gonna share some of our tips and tactics.、Mm-hmm. So let's just jump right into it. Um, first of all, Alex, like, what's your definition for time management? First of all, well, I think time management, from a basic concept, it's all about managing how you want to be, so to say. It's very much an expression of who you are, because when you manage your time, you're essentially saying, okay, in my life, these things are important, so I'm going to be、mm. doing these things first.、Mm-hmm. These things are unimportant, so I'm going to be doing these things later.、Mm. It's not just a matter of finding out, okay, I need to get groceries. I need to maintain the house a little bit, and I need to make time for each of these.、Mm. Each one of these things and each one of these actions expresses a little bit about who you are at the end of the day, and expresses a little bit about what you value. And if you don't have a clear sense about what you value or what you need to get done, then essentially time management may not necessarily be the most valuable thing in your life. Exactly, I think time management go hands in hands with self management、mm-hmm. because time management, like you said, is more than just managing ten different errands that you need to do every day,、mm-hmm. but more about know yourself, know what you do in life, managing about your life in general.、Mm-hmm. So yeah. What about like how do you balance work, study, and dream in terms of time management? I think that's a very important question just to ask first of all. Oh, of course. And the thing about balancing work and balancing your studies and balancing your dreams, it's very much the kind of thing where you really just have to understand. Okay, what's the most important thing I have to get done right now? The basic idea about balancing. Work, study, and dreams. First, you have to realize exactly where you are,、mm, and you also、I、have to understand、you. what your dreams are, where you want to be. Are you satisfied with where you are now and rolling with the punches a little bit,、mm. or do you have dreams and you want to push yourself to be something more?、Mm-hmm. And then you sort of have to ask yourself: Okay, is the work that I'm doing right now the kinds of work that will get me to where I want to be, or is it the kind of work that I want to do and just keep doing every day?、Mm. And you also just need to understand how much time your work. Requires from you. If you're starting your own business, you're going to need a lot of work. If you have a nine to five, maybe it's not so much work. And、mm. also, when you're studying, sometimes you're in a university setting or in your high school, 
and you have to have another job as well. And you have to understand, okay, studying is going to take this amount of time during the day when I have to be in class. And it's going to take this amount of time for me to get my homework done. Mm. And my job is going to require this much amount of time. Mm -hmm. And so you have to balance out exactly which one do you value more? Do you value the work or do you value your studies? And then with dreams, that's the sort of concept where, okay, I have my work, I have my studies. What do I want beyond this? Why am I doing this? Am I just doing it for the sake of doing it? Because sooner or later with studies, your degree is going to get fulfilled at one point or you're going to graduate at one point. Once that happens, mm -hmm. what do you want to do then? So mm -hmm. what's the purpose of studying? What's the purpose of working? If you just want to study and work and keep doing those things, sooner or later they might hybridize into one profession, which may be professorships or maybe getting a master's or mm, a thesis. I agree or something with you. Like so yeah, I think those three just kind of, you know, it could be a two, three separate things, but it could be just one thing. Mm -hmm. You can talk about your work and then your study is part of the real pathway to your dream and your destination. But everyone at different life stage has different important elements assignment to do at exactly. this stage undergraduate study probably people prioritize their study more but your academic pursuit probably is not going to be totally in line with your work pursuit mm -hmm. um, for work pursuit people may have financial responsibility to fulfill but in the whole process for working and study do you get more time to devote to your dream do you really get the time to do something that you really want to do and you're really passionate about mm -hmm. and if so how do you build up your work and study skill sets, experience to move to your destination in the future. Yeah. And I think those three things just really, you know, depends on what different phases you are. For example, my personally, we just graduated. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been working actually since I was sophomore year. Mm -hmm. Not all the works or internship goes into my dream, but some of them they are. And at this point, I'm also facing the choice for work and dream and how to, you know, formulate a perfect um, time management system to let one help another. Yeah, and that opens up to another question that we definitely should discuss in terms of like time management and self-reflection and everything like that. So for Eve, what kind mm -hmm. of life do you want to build? Because mm -hmm. you're keeping yourself busy, you have right. your jobs, right. you have your passions, which is dance and everything like that. Yeah. So what exactly do you want to find? Do you want to find success, material, mental, and so forth? Or are you content with this kind of life and just sort of going with the flow to see what's next? Mm. That is a very good question. And it really depends on different stage of my life. For example, if you asked me this few months ago, I will say study is one of my priorities because I'm so passionate about sociology and those academic theories. I want to enrich my brain. Mm -hmm. My academic pursuit goes hands in hands with my dream, which is my long-term pursuit. Well, I imagine my life in the future is full of creativity. Every day I absorb new material and then I do constantly input and output at the same time. I cannot tolerate boring at all. Um, so all the work that I do, part of it is because I need to gain specific skill set to fulfill my long-term dream, to build, to create. But part of it is because I really need to build my network in order mm -hmm. to know more people, get more concrete resource for my long-term goal. So mm. what about you? Like, how do you, you know, treat your life, study and work and dream? I guess very similar to what you said, it depends on the times. Mm. And in this day and age, as many people will find, 
being in COVID, time management is very difficult because mm. COVID really does restrict your behavior. Like self-management and, and life management yes. in general, just mm-hmm. extremely difficult. Absolutely. Yeah. But the main thing that you sort of have to understand is when COVID's over, how do you want to gear your life? Now, what I try to do is I want to build my life and gear my life towards success and to define it. Yeah. To define all of that pretty much in the physical sense, I would say probably having a big house in Los Angeles, big house in New York, having a business with the means providing for this, having a family, having children, taking my children and my family to parts of the world, exposing them to new cultures, making music, helping people get their dreams and make them come true. Mm -hmm. And all of this will help fuel the mental state, which is I'm doing something good for people. Mm -hmm. And this in turn is helping me feel good myself. So that's Mm -hmm. my definition of success. And I will be content simply living and seeing what's next. That's the way I sort of go about it. Because no matter how hard you try to work, that doesn't necessarily mean you will be successful. A lot of it has something to do with fate and karma and sort of kismet and different things like that. But that's the kind of life I hope to build that I always keep track of. And you always have to have hope and you always have to have faith that things will work out at the end of the day. Mm, definitely. So talking about those bigger general questions, let's dive down into more of the specifics. We're going to share our way of doing time management, mm-hmm. our tactics to do multitasking. We're going to also grow each other on how we usually do it. <laughs> so first of all, Alex, I know you have a lot of things on your hands. Mm-hmm. How you manage film production, what's your way of outlining the specific step A, B, C, D, E to do when you have a specific assignment to do? Mm, that's a good question. Honestly, I don't really know myself. Mm. <laughs> but I can say that's this, That's not though. our That's a lot of other people as well. Oh, yes. But the main idea of it is just taking everything step by step. Every single day, I have a Google calendar with mm. notifications of what I want to do or what I need to do right. each day. Right. And... What that does, it essentially says, okay, these are the goals that I have to do today. These are consistent goals. And these are goals that I have to do on this day itself. So when it comes to writing, I always devote time to writing a story, a synopsis, to writing in a script, to discussing an idea, to watching films that have a lot of value in the film world or that films that aesthetically have the concepts that I want to articulate in my project. Mm. So it really becomes a hybridization of both work and play. But how you know what films you want to watch and how you know what kind of idea you wanted to write and when you know it, how you put them rationally into your calendar and not overwork yourself? Well, the basic idea is that I really don't know. That's mm. the most But how you usually thing. do it? How do you usually do it? Well, At the end of the day, you just sort of look. You go on Netflix, you go on Hulu, you go Mm -hmm. on Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. And it's not a matter of being hyper-specific and trying to find it. It's a matter of going there and being open to finding the exact things you want to do. Mm -hmm. And you just have to have the belief at the end of the day that this is what you want to do, that you really want to do this. Mm -hmm. And then when you're open to that, you click on one project, you look at it, and then you sort of are open to the concepts. Okay, you see how this is going out. What's something that I can do to adopt the same topic? For example, just the other day, I was watching the film Who Framed Roger Rabbit, an old Disney mm-hmm. film. And just by watching this sort of noir-esque cartoon, that gave me the idea to write a Western film. Mm. And you sort of think like a noir, Western, two very different topics. But that's sort of the way things work at the end of the day. You mm-hmm. have no idea where the inspiration will come from. Definitely. But that's mostly from the creative standpoint. And then dealing with uh, things that are non-professional, like getting food and everything like that. Usually what happens there is... You almost look at the time. So you sort of have a sense that, okay, 12 o'clock, 12.30, 
that's around lunchtime, so I should probably get food at this point. But if there's something important that I'm doing, I gotta get the important stuff done first, then as the reward, you get the food. Now, by all means, that shouldn't mean you starve yourself. <laughs> like, while you're working, you should not try to starve yourself. Then I know a lot doing. of people, when they get really busy, they usually starve themselves because exactly. they're so into the process. Mm-hmm. For example, right now, I ate like a long time ago, actually, in the morning, and I'm not hungry because I'm working and I'm producing this podcast. Yeah, exactly. But let me ask you more detailed question on t- in terms of film production time management. Mm-hmm. You are a really proactive person. When you have an idea, you know when to execute. Mm-hmm. But there are so many people out there, including myself at some point, when I know what I wanted to do, I have such a hard time put that into the calendar and break down into specific tasks. Mm-hmm. So what's your recommendation and how did you usually do it? Well, the basic thing about finding something you really want to do in terms of film production, having the idea and then finding the sort of tasks to do it, first thing you got to do is when you have that idea, write it down on the calendar mm-hmm. or write it down on a day you'll have time to digest it further. Mm-hmm. Or you write it down and you have it there. And then as you're doing something else, you sort of think about it and you relish in it. Because some things that you do during the day are sort of brainless. Mm. You're walking down the street. You don't necessarily think too much about walking. Or you're driving or you're biking. You don't really focus too much. Your mind can sort of wander a little bit. But as you're sort of wandering in your mind, you really go back to that idea. You sort of chomp it down. You break it down. And you sort of go out task by task. So say you have a film production idea or a film that you want to get into, like a short film. Where do you want to start? Well, the first thing you got to do is you focus on the concept itself. Is this something I really want to devote my life to for a certain period of time? And do I have people around me that I can branch out to to help make it? Hmm. If I don't, then where can I find these individuals? And these are just ideas that you can pop up through your head. And if you don't have an answer at that moment, that's absolutely fine. All you can basically have to say is, okay, I don't have the answer, but at a later point, I will have an answer. Let's just devote some time later this evening to looking it up, so to say. Mm. And it's all about just going with the flow a little bit and developing the practice and the discipline of getting your mind into that kind of a state. And it takes a long time for certain individuals to do it. Some individuals may have an easier time with it. The point of the matter is you have to know how your brain operates. And then when you understand how your brain operates, then you can sort of regiment, okay, here's how I'm going to break down this idea for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for myself, mm-hmm. compared to you, I have a more framework that I usually follow. Mm-hmm. And of course, it really depends on the each individual to choose what kind of framework. But my framework, just for um, everyone's references, strategically, let's say if I want to do a academic research, usually my way of, first of all, identify the problem, identify the questions, It's not only scholar research, it's also about the dream that they want to fulfill. Mm-hmm. For example, let's say I wanted to do this podcast, right? Yep. So first of all, what's the purpose of a do it and do you really want to do it? Break down those questions, have a one-on-one conversation with yourself. Mm-hmm. Know your heart, know your answer. Mm-hmm. Secondly, research. To know who are the people in the industry are really successfully doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. Knowing what kind of research do I need to do, resources, equipment, website that I need to look over. Know the industry, know your knowledge, so you have a bigger framework and you give yourself a contest. Mm-hmm. Certainly, to put it into the reality. Like what Alex said, to really do a calendar and then to figure out what are the few episodes ideas that you want to fulfill first 
put it into your calendar and put a specific date to it.、Mm-hmm. Give yourself assignment,、um, outline yourself a assignment task to do every single day.、Mm-hmm. For example, today will be if we want to do do a time management episode. Today we can research about how other people in the industry, big people, do their time management in general,、mm-hmm. and what kind of people doing their time management video on YouTube. Yeah.、Um, and then narrow it down to do. Okay, today we're actually going to record this time management podcast.、Mm-hmm. And fourth. You know, after you actually do it, reflection is so important.、Mm-hmm. That reflect on what are the things you did it right, what are the things you did it wrong, what are our audience reaction to your content, how can I do it better in the future,、mm-hmm. and then it's just a continuous process for you to think about it every single day. So that's my main framework for me how to usually do time management. Now within this framework itself, and this is the one question I want to ask is that,、mm. say you have a podcast. How do you devote your time equally between the research and the academic stuff to try to improve the state of the podcast versus the content and the creativity of the podcast itself? In order to do that, research takes a lot of time, but making the podcast and the content of the podcast is also very important as well.、Mm-hmm. So, how are you able to sort of balance between the two and devote enough time to each so that? They come together in a cohesive manner and end up creating a great product. Right, those two are not mutually exclusive. That's my answer、mm-hmm. because I think one really build on to another. First of all, if you don't really know the inspiration for a podcast, the first thing you do do is just read a lot, watch a lot, have a lot of research. So. When you are doing so, you probably want to be inspired by some specific set point. But in general, if you do have a really Big curiosity for your own content. You know what you want. That's fantastic. Then, in that way, the research is part of your supporting material. Your bigger dream.、Mm. But if not, I think it's a really good idea to do a lot of research and know your material.、Mm. Within that, you will find something that really intrigues you.、Mm-hmm. And that also goes into multitasking. So, for you in general, like live-wise, when you have five different important things to do. How you do multitasking, and I want you to break down this answer into two part. In general, how you do it, and then for a specific day, how you manage your multitasking. That's a good question, and the way I go about multitasking, it's a very, it's a very interesting process because I've never really thought of myself as a multitasker. But you sort of develop the habit of multitasking when you find that you need to do multiple things. So the one thing that I always do. And the one thing a friend of mine who's a film producer always does it. He says it's like juggling.、Mm. You put one thing in the air, and then while that thing is in the air, you take the other thing, you put it in the air, you take the other thing,、mm. you put it into、right. the air, and you're sort of watching to see which one drops first. And that's what it really comes down to. So if I'm multitasking, if I need to do a marketing video for E for a podcast, I would get to work on that, and then as the video is rendering, I go to something else and I type down some notes, or I go something else to make some food, or I go do something else. To get the laundry into the dryer, and、mm. I know that I have an hour, and in that hour I need to get these certain things done. And by the time the video is done rendering, I take it and I send it in the email, and then I go and I type on something else. But I always have timers set up to tell me which thing. So you always have timers set up. I always have timers okay, set up. Okay. Okay. At least that's what I try to do. For、Great. laundries, I have timers. For cooking, I have timers.、Mm-hmm. For baking, I have timers. And then I also understand that. And this is something that's really important to try to discuss: is that what are certain things that I'm doing right now that I can do in the future, and that are always going to be there. So for video games and for films and TV shows, I know I can always go back to those. 
But what are things I have to get done now that if I don't get done now, I will never have the chance to do it again. For example, sending the market videos out at a certain time before the next podcast is being recorded Mm -hmm. or uh, making this kind of food before the ingredients go bad. Mm -hmm. It's those kinds of things right there. Mm -hmm. And those are just the kinds of things that you just need to look at the details, look at the fine print Mm -hmm. and just sort of, what's the word, Uh, value accordingly, so to say, or prioritize accordingly. Prioritize, that's the word. Mm-hmm. I know there is a really big framework by somebody really famous. Mm-hmm. You know, if you know, then great. Yeah, I think you will know <laughs> what I'm talking about. But the main idea is break down into four quarters. Mm-hmm. Put your 10 different assignments into each quarter. For example, the first one is going to be urgent and important. And of mm-hmm. course, the urgent is x-axis and then the importance is y-axis. Mm-hmm. So if something is urgent and important, and you put it in it, you just do it first. For something that is not important but urgent, of course, you also need to do it. For example, like laundry, mm-hmm. right? Cooking, right? Yeah. Well, you can argue cooking is important as well. Oh, and very urgent. much so. Right, depends <laughs> on. But yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Like the, those really detailed, you know, errands that you need to run every single day. Mm-hmm. Of course, there is something that is not urgent but important, a.k.a. your long-term dream. Oh, yes. And you need to devote a sufficient amount of time to take care of it, even if you don't need to take care of it right now. Mm -hmm. And then there are things which is not important and not urgent. Mm -hmm. Then you need to directly think about it. Do you actually need those things on your list? You really need to empty your trashes. I mean the trashes in your inner heart Mm -hmm. once in a while. It's very important for you to build that internal purifying process. right? Absolutely. Now... This is probably one of the most important questions we're going to ask is how long did it take you to develop the habit to schedule your life in such a way to get your life into this kind of routine so that you are able to multitask and improve your mental state? Wow, I will say that's from a very young age when Mm -hmm. I was literally primary school, Mm -hmm. grade one. Wow. (laughs) First grade. (laughs) Yeah, literally. Um, I will say when I grew up, I was working really hard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, expectation from parents and also my expectation for myself, make myself to push myself into another level. So I know there are, you know, now thinking about it, it's just like so simple things. But there are like, for example, five different subjects you need to study mm-hmm. and you need to prioritize those. You need to know what to study first. Do I have this quiz tomorrow for this subjects mm-hmm. and do I need to you know do, do it right away or do I need to do it every single day for a certain amount of time across the entire week mm-hmm. so those things all come together make myself a hard worker when I was little um, in general to your questions it's a lifelong process mm-hmm. so really first of all knowing what you really want and then kind of break down the task into every single day for example there are so many things that I wanted to do There's one tactic that I usually use is to intensively do one thing that you really want to achieve in one month. Mm -hmm. Instead of doing five things you really want to achieve in one month. And then you end up like not putting too much time into each one. So you can't accomplish a lot during that month. Mm -hmm. But thinking about it, like if you do one thing, for example, I want to do this podcast. So I do it intensively this month and then I work really hard. I gradually build up a specific habit. Mm -hmm. For next month, I can still do this podcast but devote a little bit less time than last month. Then 
infuse another new skill set you want to achieve. For example, I want to learn computer programming. Mm-hmm. Then next month, I'm going to intensively learn computer programming. At the same time, maintain my podcast habits. Mm-hmm. And that way, you gradually build up your tenacity as well as your skill set. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a healthier way to do it compared to you do five things at one time. Absolutely. Starting from month one. Yeah. I definitely think that is very true. And like you said, it's a lifelong process of developing this habit. But you can always start at any time, though. Mm-hmm. And that's a very important thing to note. Because even though most successful people in the world do at the very early age, you can still do this for yourself as well. There's no real cutoff mm-hmm. for when you can start organizing your life and pushing yourself to that degree. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact that when I, I essentially need to get into this, kind of routines, these kinds of multitasking, everything like that, that only really happened for me in college. Because in high school and in middle school, in primary, secondary school, I didn't necessarily have to have a schedule, so to say. I mean, of course, they gave us planner books mm-hmm. and you had to write down your dates and what you needed to do and everything like that. And that did help a little bit. It really didn't come to play until you got into these kinds of formats and you sort of had to conform to your circumstances a mm. little bit. And you sort of have to make that choice. Okay, do I want to organize this or do I not want to organize this? Or do I want to organize my life or do I not want to organize my life? Well, give me a specific example. For example, if you give me a day that you think it is productive, what do you do Mm. from morning to evening? Give me a visual example. A productive day. That's a good question. I guess it really depends on what I want to say is productive. But if in... My own traditional sense, in terms of like professional productivity and things like that, I would say a productive day would be waking up in the morning, waking up at a good time and not having to sort of like really lazily get myself out of bed, go into the washroom, get myself ready for the day, eat breakfast and get that done in a condensed period of time. Then I sort of get to work on my laptop. I get the pages done or I get the stories to a certain degree. I get the podcast done to a certain degree. I get my professional projects mm. done to a certain degree. But how many projects would you do if you think on the daily basis, regularly? Really, it doesn't matter how many projects I get done. What matters is how much I get done for each project. Mm, so okay. a productive day for me could be one project, but I get it all the way done. Mm. Or five projects where I get 30 or 40% done on each project. Okay. That's what's sort of designing as a productive day. Got you. And then by the end of the day consider myself well-fed, well-worked, and then I go to bed and I close my eyes and I go to sleep very easily instead of gradually going to bed and having to wake up in the middle of the night. Mm. That's what I define as a productive day. Okay, for me, a productive day really depends. But there is one time, actually May, I was dealing with finishing up school finals for that week, of course, graduating. Um, the second thing is to looking for internship for the summer because the job market is really weird right now. Mm-hmm. The third thing is networking, um, talking to a lot of people. So during that time on a daily basis, I will reach out to five people individually, have individual conversation with them to know more about their company life or anything in general, or the school that I'm applying to. The next mm-hmm. thing is I was applying to different programs. Of course, I need to get the essay down. I need to get the transcript down, mm-hmm. talking to different alumni and reach out to people all the time. The fourth is I was preferring my GRE. On that consumes a ridiculous amount of my time. <laughs> and I think my mental health wasn't the best during that month because I was literally doing so many things and each things are really demanding. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I will say that's a pretty productive and demanding day. But regularly in my workday in school, morning, waking up, do my workout、mm-hmm. for like forty minutes,、um, eat my breakfast. And go to classes. After classes, I complete a lot of different research. Probably read several hundred pages, not hundred pages, like probably under one hundred pages.、Mm-hmm. Material research, material every single day. And then go to see my friends. Go to different network events. Go to different events in general, galleries, art history stuff. In the evening, I will, of course dive into the studio. So I usually session with my friend probably three hours every single day, or go to class, dance classes every single day to refine my skill set. And of course, on top of it, just to have more time for myself to do a lot of the things that directly relate to dream. For example, my podcast and my own personal research. Yeah, and that definitely sounds like a more productive day than myself. Really, it seems no, like you raise you the usually, bar a little bit.、Yep. You write one hundred pages in one and a half days.、Oh, Are you、well. talking about yourself? Is not productive? Are well, you serious? Well, that was one kind of productive day, though. Sometimes、mm. you have one productive day where you get a lot done, but then another productive day、That's、when you、true. get a little bit less done.、That's、but it's、true. still both a productive day. Yeah, definitely. Yeah,、um, I guess that goes right down to the end, end of the day, and almost like an in conclusion a little bit. We really just need to define what defines productivity to mm, yourself. Mm. Like set the bar to a certain level, and then try to push yourself, push yourself, push yourself. It's like going to the gym. You start out with one weight, and then you push yourself, you push yourself, you push yourself until you get to that mark. You want to get,、mm. and that's where time management comes in. That's where productivity comes in in defining what those are, and in the process, sort of discovering who you are and what you want to achieve for yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Another advice I will give is to switch switch your mental state. For example, you were busy with this article or essay for about two hours, and you kind of really get tired of it. You should get up, go to the gym. You know, lift some weights, and if you get tired of it, go back to reading a book, and then sitting down, listen to music, see friends, talk, social. That's a really interesting point for me to stay focused and stay high energy,、mm-hmm. and of course, coffee, ladies and gentlemen. I drank like three <laughs> cups today. Yes. Um, because yesterday I was. Really busy honing my dancing techniques all the way to two a.m. in the morning, <laughs> and today I need a lot of coffee as well as this podcast because we want to produce the best content for you guys. Yep, very true. And、mm-hmm. that would pretty much sum up our podcast episode for the today. For today, I hope you guys all enjoyed this. Be sure to visit Spotify, SoundCloud, our iTunes account, our Patreon page where we'll be posting updates. And I hope you're all enjoying your time during this very unfortunate time. I have to say, and are just able to. Manage everything and sort of try to make some sense of it all. Right, fortune is also depends on your definition for fortune and your way of doing it. I believe everyone who are determined enough can find a fortune story in this unfortunate time.、Mm-hmm. Um, finding your value, your purpose, doing your time management, stay a good mental house,、mm, workout, read, get more information and knowledge down in your life,、mm-hmm. and I think. We're gonna see each other in person very soon, so hopefully,、um, hopefully, exactly.、Mm-hmm. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Hope you have a really great weekend. I will see you guys next Friday. Bye bye. See you next Friday. <laughs>